0: It is my year of breaking limits. It's my privilege to bring God to the world in this third service. Granted permission by Jesus and by God's servant, our Father, who has sent his blessings ahead of us, who has blessed us, whose spirit is also with us here, performing wonders from the first, the second, and also in this third service. An amazing word, powerful word. We have received in the first service. And the second mighty word from heaven, mighty word. You know, Jesus said, blessed are your ears for they hear these things. Mighty word. I want to encourage every one of us here in this door service, if you are not in the first and the second, please get it in. Get it in and listen to them so that you can have what we call the complete package. Out of the four package, you are just receiving one in this, in this service. But you want the whole package of what God is putting upon us today, you have to combine the four. And it's my prayer that every one of us, the blessing that God has ordained for us shall be our portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, let's be reminded quickly that our teaching series on our Sunday services, which we are bringing to a close this last Sunday of the month, is unveiling the breakthrough power of love. Looking or unveiling the breakthrough power of love. And so many mighty things have been said in the course of the month concerning how powerful how glorious is love what love can deliver but the love we refer to is loving God that there is enormous power in loving God and loving God is not in words or in language that we quote it is in action in practice it was said in the first service That what you cannot define, you cannot find. You must give things in your life definition. What has no definition has no destination. What you define is what determines where you are going. So, what is love to you? But in the context of what we are talking about, we are talking about love for God. Or loving God. Loving God. And when we talk about loving God, one, we mean loving what God loves. If I love God, I will love what he loves. It's a normal natural flow. I've seen friends, for example, because the Bible says a friend loves it. At all times. I've seen friends. And that's why friends has one of the greatest influence in our lives. Why? You find friends loving what the other friend likes. Like it was mentioned a while, maybe in the first or second, about people that love football. You will see their friend as a lover of football. Is somebody here now? And so both of them, they can talk from money to tomorrow about football. But they won't be tired. Why? What the friend, love. And the, the two of them, they will have the same thing. If somebody is your friend, and you, you are man, you, you are chessy. The day they are playing, you will first box yourself first. But you find that the friend, they will love the same club, everything together. So to claim to love God, I must love what he loves. I must love. If I love him, I will love what God loves. And what does God love? John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so loved. I love the way it was put in the second service. God so loved. Not that God loved. God so loved. The love that God has was so much. He had to give his only begotten son. God, servant, of our father said, God gave his son. He denied himself son for three and he had just because he loved you. He said, No, no, no. I'm sacrificing my only to get you. That's love. God so loved me that he gave himself. Amazing thing. So love, You know what? Jesus also so loved me, he died my death. Jesus so loved me. He took my pains. He bore my sickness. All these are acts of love. And you know what? The Holy Ghost so loved me. He came to tabernacle within me. So the God of Trinity works in love just for me alone, as if I am the only man on the face of the earth. So therefore, if I claim to love him, I must love him with all in me. Matthew 22, verse 39 to 40. So I must love him with all. He said then, um, uh, thou shalt love the Lord thy God. Now verse uh, 37 now, is it 38 now? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your might, with all your soul, with everything, with all. All. So to love God is to love what God loves. And God loved the souls of men. In the course of the week, In the covenant of prayer, God's servant and father was ministry And a light came And the light came in with him and said Son, you can measure If you love me By the way you treat man that you see Claim me to love me as a pastor And you don't care for these people You are faking it To love them Or to love them Is to love me That's what he told Peter uh, yeah, he said, it thou me more than this? He said, yeah, Lord, I love you. He said, feed my sheep. So if I love God, I will love the souls of men. I will love men. And to love men means I am committed to see my succeed. I am committed to use my existence on the earth to better the life of others. That's what love is. I am placing myself on the line to see that man. That's why we go, we hunt for soul. You know, I, I went on outreach and someone saying, no, no, I don't need do I said, no, if you know what I'm bringing to you. I was moved to the point of tears. If you know what I'm bringing. He said, pastor, you don't preach. I need money. I said, inside what I'm giving you, it's not just money. Money is there. Prosperity is there. Good wife is there. Longevity. Everything you need is inside what I'm asking you to come and receive. Because you can have money and not have longevity to enjoy it. So we reach out to people out of love. Out of care. Out of genuine passion. Why? Because we love God. So therefore we love the souls of men. And we pursue after them. I remember uh, in one of the locations where we prayed to pastor. How that for one year I was pursuing a family. One year. I was a pastor of the church, and every time we are going on outreach, I found out that there's something, every father maybe was moving toward that family. I will go, they will promise to come, they won't come. After service, but you say you'll come, pastor, we'll go come tomorrow. We will come next month. I kept on pressing, pressing, pressing. But one day, the man came with the wife, with the children. Now, that same day, the man got born again. That same day, the man got baptized. And right now, they are doing well in the Lord. But I pursued them for one year. It was love that drove me. Love for people. That's how we our love for him. So when we say we love God, we do not claim to love God by just singing, I love you, Lord. Imagine that I'm married now. If I now get home now, I now begin to sing for my wife. She has not eaten. <laughs> she has not eaten. I, th- I thank God for the kind of my wife, wonderful woman. He said i post back your song to you <laughs> glory to god because love that is not practiced put in action is fake if i love her let me demonstrate it let the song i'm singing be a back off of the actions i have demonstrated that is genuine love so if you love god you love his, you love him you love his people how can you love God? You are in church and you are keeping malice with another and you claim to love God. No. If you love him, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I love you. Amen. You love them. Glory to God. That is what we mean by the love of God. Number two, when we talk of love because of time, we mean God-first lifestyle. Get God first, Father. You first, me second. That's what I mean by love in the order of priority of our need. What is number one to love God? Means, Father, your thing first. One of the things that began to amaze me when I came to this commission was when I begin to ask God, of your brother will say, I don't pray for anything, and I don't lack anything. Ah, <laughs> Me, all my life, I have been praying for everything, and I also lack everything. <laughs> ah, How can it be that you don't pray for anything, and you don't lack anything? He said, because I put God first. And when I put God first, God also put me first. So before he remember you that you are praying for all your own things, he will have said to me first, Because, he said, seek ye first. First. And when you make God first, he make you first. One thing I've realized, spiritually, is this. God does not determine how he responds to us. We determine it. If you, he said, draw nigher, and I withdraw. When you take a step, God takes a step. When you take one backward, God also takes one backward. So you determine. That's why I say you make a choice. He like said, I have played well life, and this you make a choice. And that is why some people don't understand when we measure supernatural breakthrough, many are enjoying it. looks as if they are faking it. See, this thing cannot be faked. You cannot fake blessing for almost 40 years, as i say in this commission. It's not possible. You can't fake it. You can fake it for a while, but you can't fake it for this long. If it stays this long, then it's genuine. God-first lifestyle. That's what we're talking about loving God. And of course, when I say love, loving God, we mean also God kingdom priority. Giving the things to God first place in your life. There are many of us now that home cell can be planted in your house. They you say, I don't want people to come and dirty my house. If they dirty, then you sweep it again. Oh, no, no. I'm available for you, Lord. My life is for the advancement of your kingdom. That's what made by love now quickly because of time what makes loving god so great that it guaranteed breakthrough how man of breakthrough we read in the first service out that somebody was having elephantiasis uh, uh, may we not see some oppression that will cause shame in the name of jesus now in the testimony he said i was not only sick i was also ugly god forbid somebody say god forbid you know in all of us here we are looking heavenly even angels when they look at you they will have to say "Father." We're done. Praise the Lord. Looking ugly. But he said in that condition, in that condition, he went after souls, abandoned himself, abandoned the challenge, and God turned it around. Most of the things people are praying for, God doesn't give it by prayers. He gives it by pursuing the interests of his kingdom. I've realized that people that get things done, they don't pray too much on their own thing. Look at the prayer of Jesus. Very short, but powerful. Demon, get out. It's already out. Go and catch a fish. Get a coin. No much. You know, I remember one day, the Lord said, when you pray too much, it's a sign of faithlessness. Because when you walk with God, it works with you. So what are the power there? Number one is this. Love tears our heart for the house of God. When we love God, we love his house. And one thing about the house of the Lord is that his house is where giants are made. You see, when we love God, um, a, a man said the greatest thing a man can do for himself is to love God. And the most wicked thing a man can do for himself is to hate God. When we love the house of God, we love the house because the house of God is where giants are made. Psalm one one two verse one to six. I was glad when they say, "Let us go to the house of the Lord." One two two. I was glad; it gladdens my heart; it sweet my soul. When I'm hearing, let us go to the house of the Lord. Let us go to his house. The house of God, which we are already seated in one of them. Sephaniah chapter 3 verse 17, He said, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. So in his house, his presence is mighty. And hear this. His house is his workshop. Where he repairs damaged destinies I don't know how many of you Of course, you you will never really see I don't know if it happens but uh, I'm not a medical practitioner But I don't think so That they uh, they will perform major surgery In a man's bedroom They say, doctor, I need a major surgery But you have to come to my bedroom And perform No, 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 they will take you to the theater room they can come and do a little treatment for you at home, but not major surgeries. That means there are certain issues of our life that can never be transformed except we come to his house. Except you come. And you know, that is why you have to go for wobbi. because some operation will demand you to stay in the hospital for two, maybe two weeks. So God is saying, this kind of challenge you have, you need special attention. Two weeks will be. Join me. You must love yourself. Giants are made. We are torn. He he, he bet something greater in us in His house. I look at my life by grace, by privilege. I gave my life to Christ about 26 years ago from a Muslim background and I look at what my life is today. I say, man, Lord, if not for you, I would have died long ago. Because the way I was going, I would have been second in command of Somal Biladin. Because I went to Quran school and did all that. But see where I am today. Not by what I'm seeing in my life. But what God is doing in my life, giants are made. I say, Our father in, in faith, our father in the house. Every time in ministers, I'm like, wow, wow, Jesus. Giants are made. And a number of us are here. Hidden. Nobody even know you. But many of us are making generational impact. Yeah, what Pastor is sharing in the second service. 50 churches. 50, not one. 50 churches. They don't make noise. But the impact is there. And that by giving attention to the house of the Lord. So when you love God, you love His house because it is His house who are torn. The giant in you is torn up. I see God helping us in Jesus' name. Amen. Number two is this. When we love God, it drives us to share the good news. Now, I said to myself, I said, okay, if there is a good news, I, can, I cannot share the good news. It's either I do not believe the news is a good one. Because I wonder if there's a good news and I cannot be bold to share the good news. Is somebody hearing me now? If it's a good news, then I should be bold. I should be excited to share it. What are good news? Good news are news of hope, news of a better life, news that things can truly get better by the power of God and that God is ready to turn their story around. So if I love God, I will share his good news. Come and see what Jesus has done. Come and see what he's doing. Praise the Lord. One thing I realize about men, I don't know of women because I'm not a woman, I'm a man, (laughs) is that the more you love your wife, the more you cannot, there's no way. If she's not there, you will talk about her. Even when you don't want to, you will have mentioned my wife. You will say, why am I even talking about this woman now? So when you love Jesus, you will have talked about him to people before you realize that you are talking about him. Why? Love you know, love drives you to talk. I remember when I went home to, when I saw my wife and I'm ready, I said, I went to my mom, I said, mommy, i have see somebody. Who, he said, who's the person? I said, she will soon come. The following, I said, mom, if you see her, you will like her. You know, I was, <laughs> the way I was talking about her to her, my mom already fell in love with her before seeing her. We are talking, she will not be. She not be. It now came to that she was anxious every time I went to her, I said, But you say she's coming, no, she's not coming today because of the way I talk about her. When you love God, you'll be easy. It's a delight. Jesus becomes the subject of interest for your discussion. Why do you love Him? Glory to God, and lastly, when we love Him. it turns us to become commander of the supernatural. I see the Lord firing his love fresh in our heart in the name of Jesus Christ. But love, we must decide to love him. Love starts with a choice. Love for God starts with a choice. Oh Lord, I love you. Help me to love you more. Then the prayer now comes in. In your seated position, I know you love God and I know you want to love him more. Will you just pray and say, Jesus, help me. To love you more. Help me to love you more than things. Please talk to the Lord. Help me, Lord, to love you more. To love you more, more, much more than things. Romans chapter 5, and verse 5. The love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. Lord, shed your love abroad. Let your love fire me up for your house. Like never before. Let your love drive me, Jesus. Beginning from now, destroy selfishness in my life. Let your love move me for your house. For talking about you to souls. And for seeing the increase of your kingdom. Let your love drive me. In the name of Jesus Christ. I see that love being fired afresh in our heart. And you know what? When that love is in place. You enjoy the best of God. Therefore welcome to the season. Of enjoying the best of God. Let your amen be stronger. Beginning from now. Because your love for Jesus is alive and active. Everywhere you go, there shall be manifestation of the power of God in your direction. In the name of Jesus Christ. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Now, then, today also is our showers of blessing service. And this is what the Lord said He would do. He spake it by the mouth of His servant, showers of blessing. I'd like to quickly emphasize every time we receive a caption, it's not the theme. Of the service, it is what God wants to do in the service. It is not a means of attracting people, no, it is announcing what God will do, and that is the pattern of God. It will first mention what He will do, then He will perform it. Now that He has said that today is your own day for the showers showers of blessing. Therefore, that day, which is today, we answer as the beginning of unending, ceaseless flow of showers of blessing in every area of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Now quickly, let's take note of these few things concerning the blessing. The blessing is real. The blessing is a spiritual force. And we discover that in Genesis chapter 1, after that, God made man 26. Genesis 1:26, he created man in his, in his image and after his likeness. And then in verse 27, verse 27, it says, Male and female created he them. And then the next verse 20 said, And God blessed them. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it. And have dominion So the man that God created God knew One of the most important things in his life Is his blessing That means the operation of man The affairs of man On the earth Will always at all times Require the blessing of God And we saw what happened to Abraham In Genesis chapter 2 In the blessing The blessing Cause in, he was not praying for job. God said to him and place him in the garden. When the blessing comes, your struggle for job becomes over. Men, we do, you know, we've seen men that said, people submitted business worth millions to them to manage. How? By the blessings of God. And then we saw he was not looking for wife, not that uh, I need who to marry. No, this I'm looking. No. He was just busy. God said, No, no, you don't try. I think I need to set you again the woman. And God was bringing the animal. Adam said, no, this one, it doesn't look like me. This one can't fit in. This one can't fit in. And God said, okay, don't worry. The God himself make Abram, uh, sorry, Adam to sleep. God himself. Adam was just enjoying the work of God. Another meaningful blessing is God at work, you at rest. When the blessing works, you are resting and God is performing the work. That's what the blessing is. We also saw that one thing that the blessing does, largely, is this. The blessing determines how things respond to you. The blessing is a spiritual system of response. Now, listen to me. Man, I look at it, he said, God bless him, Genesis 1 He said, I said, be fruitful. What does it mean? That means anything that man relates with must return with fruits. That thing must respond. As man relates with it, it must bring fruit to the man. Two, he said, multiply. Anything that man does or is doing, that thing must multiply. It's a blessing. And then he said, subdue. That means no matter how high that thing thinks, once man gets the most, man must be able to put that thing under. And then he said, replenish. So if something is taken away and the blessing is there, it will come back in multiple forms. That's what the blessing does. Have dominion. The blessing. And all through the scripture, you keep on saying the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. Because only God can bless. Only God can bless. And that is why today, he will bless you. Amen. How do I know he will bless you? Because he asked you to come and you have come. You know what he said? Psalm 65 verse 4. Blessed is the man whom thou chooseest. And whom thou causest to approach unto you. Because he has you he has called you you have come then he must bless you someone shouting a bigger amen so whatsoever is not responding to you before now maybe you have a certificate but jobs are not responding as you are blessed today you will be having commotion of jobs in the name of jesus maybe you're a woman beautiful ready for marriage and no man is responding with marriage proposal from today you begin to receive multiple proposals Maybe financially, things are not responding to you positively. As you are blessed by God today, your finances shall change level in the name of Jesus. Maybe your own is Things are not responding, the way it ought to. But as you are blessed today, your health will spring forth in the name of Jesus Christ. By these blessings of the Lord, whatsoever is making life unbearable for you, shall be totally broken in the name of Jesus Christ. And that is why we need the blessings in our life. The blessing of the Lord is it. Quickly as I close, how then do I receive the blessing? How do I position myself for the blessing of God? Number one, be born again. Receive Jesus into your life. When you receive Jesus, what are you doing? You are receiving the blessing of God. The Bible is talking about Jesus. He said, he sent Jesus to bless you. He said, so Jesus came to bless us. He came with the blessings of heaven. That's why Paul said, when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessings of the gospel. When you are called to Christ, you are called to bless it. You are called into the realm where everything responds to you positively. Including God. You see, a Enjoy positive response from God. A blessed man. If we call, God will answer. You know, the Bible said, All the blessings of God. I think first Corinthians chapter 24, all the blessings of God in Christ, they are yea and amen. Once you receive Jesus, you are qualified for God to respond to you positively. So the evils over you cannot be blocked. Why? You have become his home. Salvation is a, is, a, is a first step. And in case you are born again, and your born again is quite short, born again. One leg in, one leg out. When you are in church, you are like St. Peter. But when you are out of church, you know who you are. You make a choice to stay on the path of blessing today. It's a choice. Life can be better if you can make choice to follow God. Be born again. Number two. Quickly. In Genesis chapter 12, from verse 1 to 4, among the things God said to Abraham is this. I'd like you to take note of this. He said, I will bless you, verse 3 and 4. And he, I will bless thee. I will bless them. Now look at it. He blessed Abraham in verse 2. He said now, I will bless them that bless you. And I will cause them that causes you. Number two platform for raising showers of blessing. Locate a man that is under the blessing of God. And just stay with the man. Don't be a parasite. Just connect with the man. I can tell you this. I learned not before Jesus. If not for this commission, I don't know where my life will be. Is somebody hearing me? This commission is under God's one blessing. And by grace that I'm here, I'm blessed. Because God did not bless Lot, but that Lot went with Abraham. Lot was blessed. Is somebody hearing me? Number one, we look it, look around you. I've seen even in this church. There are there are no even pastors. Once you are close to them, you will see things around you turning. They may not give you money, but things begin to turn. Because what they carry begins to rub for you. You know, when a man you there are some designer perfume. If you shake the man's hand for two weeks, it will be smelling on you. So there are people that God has put the smell of blessing upon their life. Once you move closer to them, blessing begins to smell on you. And wherever you go, men cannot but respond to you like they respond to them. I've seen God's servant and father mentioning how that God sent him somewhere, Bishop Wadepool, I think last month or so. He said, come and see blessing. It was the same blessing of Bishop Bodewood that is magnetizing. So if you, if you are causing the one that is blessed, you are closing your heaven. And that is the pattern of poor people. Every man that is rich must have stolen the money. Not everybody blessed is stealing. Because there are some that God himself places his blessing. The blessing of the Lord. It make it rich. And when that riches come, no devil, no economy, no system can bring it down. Don't you see this, your commission? In the midst of these challenges, we are still building more churches. We are still planting more churches. Last Sunday, 420 something churches were planted. Last Sunday, did, you, did, they, did they ask you for money? Nobody. We are not feeling it. Why? God himself doing it. Beginning from today, because you belong to this church, because this church is under the blessing of heaven, you shall be a partaker of the blessing that this commission carries. And I'd like to draw a close here on that platform. Because when you know where you are, you'll be able to know what to expect. If Papa said it to us, he said, when you are in a flight, anywhere you are going, whatsoever they are serving everybody is your right. Is that correct? It's your right. So it's just for you to wait, you know, for people like me now, I usually ask for more. After they serve me, I will pick. I said, I need coffee. The one they didn't serve others. Because I understand I am a god referential personality in the, in the, in the plane. So I make special, special offers. Glory to God. Glory to God. And there are some people today. You will make special offer upon the blessing of heaven. Yeah. Because you need to know that where you are is a ground of blessing. Look at this culture, for example. And the life of Father Bishop Oyedepu. Aside prosperity, which is speaking gloriously, look at health. Has he been sick once? That is the blessing available for you. That means many are here today. Till Jesus returns, you will never be sick anymore. Let your amen be stronger. Our father didn't struggle to get married. His children, four of them now, all of them are married. None of them struggling to get married. Good news for eligible singles. I said good news for you. Now, don't let your age deceive you who's coming who's not coming deceive you you are in a ground of marital miracle settlement and therefore you shall be settled supernaturally yeah. now for everyone in business therefore look at this commission in the midst of definite proclaimed world recession the church is basking from one realm of financial glory to another no shaking financially it was as if the more the world is going now financially, the more the church is getting richer. Glory to God. That means for every business connected here, for every career, maybe they invited you to come, uh, you are a public servant, wherever you may be, as this world comes, God will confirm it in your life. Everything you do, the blessing of heaven rests upon them in the name of Jesus Christ. Beginning from today, it shall be like father like son. It shall be like Oye Debo like you. Huh. It shall be like winners like your business In the midst of challenges Your own business Your own career shall be flourishing That is the blessing What about the blessing of fruitfulness So for everyone Bring up for the fruit of the womb By the covenant of that blessing The rain is already pouring You are therefore declared fruitful In the name of Jesus Christ Everyone believing in God For the fruit of the womb Right now, you are declared pregnant in the name of Jesus. Understand that that is where you are. So you don't struggle for blessing. Just be properly aligned. Be properly aligned. Beginning from today. Every good thing that this commission handles, you will handle bigger. Your business will handle bigger. Let your amen be stronger. In the name of Jesus Christ. But let's take note that obedience to God is one sure way to validate it. Every time you ask God for blessing, God will give you instruction. When you are saying, Lord, bless me, God says, okay, take. The blessing of God is like, uh, put it this way, when you are asking God for any blessing, he wraps that blessing with obedience to unwrap it. Is somebody hearing me now? Anything you ask him to do in blessing, he puts a wrapper. On it, and that rapper is obeying. Deuteronomy chapter twenty verse one to three. He said, uh, "It shall come to pass if you are uncle, uncle. hear it, hear the voice, and observe to do it. And as you do, if we set you on high, it will bless you. And these blessings, look at it. He didn't say you will pray for the blessing. As long as you obey, the blessing will answer. I began to wonder why will a father. Uh, maybe I don't know that you say it's a wicked father. Why will Isaac ask his son for venison? Because without obedience, the virtue of blessing cannot come. He might say the word, but he cannot deliver without obedience. It is not the venison that brings the blessing, it is the obedience to bring the venison. Come on now. It's not, he has been eating from them before that day, but the blessing did not come. But what bring the blessing that day was that go and get me a very thing that my son want and I will bless you. So it is in the obedience. So on what ground are you obeying God? And that's why as I close, our obeying God, specifically, on the altar of soul winning, as God has told us, is vital to our blessing. You, he said, if they obey And serve, they will spend their days in prosperity. So, obedience to go after soul next Sunday is our covenant of breaking invincible barrier. You just go and bring people as he has said and watch what he will do in your life. He's not lying. Can lie. God is not a man that should lie, and he's not a deceiver. So our blessing is packaged in obedience. Say with me, my blessing yes. is packaged in obedience. Yes. Now put your hands together for Jesus. Now quickly, we have some people here who quickly we need to, you need to give your life to Jesus and you know. And why the world is going on, Jesus has been knocking the door of your heart. We hear in the second service, powerful. That you cannot use another man's script to run your life. Every Life is individual race. Somebody, in fact, husband and wife can be staying together, the heaven over one is open and the heaven over the other may be closed. Proximity does not guarantee open heavens. It is your personal response to God. As you respond to him, then he blesses you. Praise the Lord. Now, for example, now, if you belong to this blessing commission, and you are not aligned by obedience, it can flow. It can flow. So you know that you are not born again. And you know that only God can bless. Now, the pastor can proclaim it, but only God can bless. Numbers uh, 23, 18, verse 20, he said, I've received a commandment to bless. So you want to be born again, I'd like you to rise on your feet. I'd like you to rise on your feet and come quickly. Please pick your Bible in your bag and come. Let's give Jesus a the price. we receive them. From everywhere they are coming. God bless you. And God bless you. You want to be born again. You want your sins forgiven. And you want to receive Jesus into your life. Please come quickly. God bless you. And God bless you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Are we cla- Let's give Jesus a bigger, bigger clap offering. You want to be saved. Now they are still coming. God bless you. Don't be the last person to stand up. Today's your day. Today's your day. Thank you, Lord and thank you lord and thank you lord they are saying coming from everywhere John, let's give you a big hand of praise behold i stand at the door and i'm knocking now there are some people here jesus is still knocking your heart and in case you are born again but the way your life is going you know that you need to rededicate your life yes you are born again but you want to rededicate it so that you can see better results. please also join them there is no shame in doing what is right There is no shame in doing what is right. Who's looking? Who's not looking? Doesn't matter. There is no shame in doing what is right. What you are doing now is right. So please come. God bless you. Church, let's give Jesus a bigger, bigger clap. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Let's place our right hand upon our chest as we pray. Father, Jesus, I come to you today. I believe you love me. And you died for me. Jesus forgive me. All my sins. Place your letter upon your chest. And say this prayer with me. Say Jesus. I come to you today. Because I believe. That you are the son of the living God. You came to this world. And you died for me. And on the third day. You rose again. Jesus forgive me. Come into my heart. I surrender my life to you. Beginning from today. I will serve you. All the days of my life, I am born again. I am a child of God. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Congratulations and congratulations. Father, we thank you for these habits of soul. Let your hand keep them for all eternity in the name of Jesus Christ. It is done in Jesus' name. Please open your eyes. Congratulations. This is the best decision of your life. And everything around you shall be taking a better height in Jesus' name. Please, for more information, follow uh, God's servant here, this uh, man of God here, for more information. God bless you. Let's give Jesus a big hand of praise. Now, there are many dimensions, like we received in the first service, to the blessings of God. Obedience is one of them. Parental blessing is one of them.